Hello and welcome to E3, Energy and Efficiency with Emily. I'm your host, Emily Mottram. This podcast is all about architecture, building science, and female entrepreneurship. So prepare to get nerdy. All right, welcome back to E3, Energy and Efficiency with Emily. I am the host, Emily Mottram, and today we have the woman who started the Move Over Bob movement on. And so I am very excited. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you started this? Um, yeah, so thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I uh, love that you've been focusing um, your podcast on featuring more women because we are out there. Um, and um, really, uh, Move Over Bob started for that exact purpose, to connect more women, to get women like yourself um, more engaged and, and start conversations and um, make those connections. So I'm really excited that you're doing this. So thank you. Um, so um, my name is Angela Case, and I am a general contractor and carpenter in North Carolina. Um, and I own Amory Design Builds. Um, and I started Move Over Bob um, as an Instagram page um, to find other women that inspired me um, to get into construction. Um, but the, the, the name Move Over Bob came from a hashtag that I used um, one day um, after coming home from school um, and finding that half of the women in my class were, or half the people in my class, I'm sorry, were women. Um, so I, I came home pretty excited to share the news with um, just people on Facebook, actually. So I, I made a a post saying, fun fact, half the people in my class are women, hashtag move over Bob. Um, and it just, it got a lot of, um, I got a lot of likes and it just clearly inspired a lot of uh, women, both in construction and not in construction, just to know uh, that there were women out there pursuing their dreams in this male dominated industry. Um, so from that point, that's where I started the Instagram page because um, I, I, I figured I'm like, okay, if, if I showed up to class and half of the people here are women, like I know there's more of us out there. Um, and every time we make connections, it just feels that much more empowering to, you know, collaborate and find more. Um, and it just, it really just took off. And, um, you know, I created the page, like I said, to find other women who inspired me. So um, what was great about it is that the actual hashtag, a lot of women just took ownership of it themselves, you know, and I joke that it's not kill Bob, you know, we're not trying to take Bob's job, you know, there's just, there's so many, you know, the skill trades app, which is a whole nother topic that we could dive pretty deep into, but um, you know, everybody in this industry understands the skilled trades gap and understands the need for more people to step in and do the work. Um, so, you know, I feel like a, a pretty awesome conversation that Move Over Bob has created is the fact that there is, there are plenty of seats at the table. You know, there's women want to get involved. We want to help solve this crisis. Um, and it's just about Bob, like making some room and letting women play their part, you know? Um, so it's just been, it's just been great. And the, uh, just the community that it started and all the other communities that have, you know, that are also doing the same cause. It's just, we're more powerful together. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, I actually belong to a group of architects that um, there has been a lot of talk about this in recent months that, you know, there, there people or women don't seem to know there are other women out there that 
to be mentors to them. So I loved that you started this where we can say, Hey, we're here. Of course you can call me. Like, I'll tell you all about my experience and what I did. And, you know, um, I loved on your website, it says, you know, women are just as capable. There's plenty of work to do. We all know there's a labor shortage and there just aren't enough men currently, you know, standing up to do the work. So why couldn't women do it? There's no reason why they can't. <laughs> right. And on, quite honestly, even, even with as large of a skills gap as we have right now, even if every man <laughs> did step up, like there's just, it, it, the crisis has become so severe that it's just, we, we really just, it needs, it requires the effort of everyone, both men and women. Um, so, you know, and it's a great opportunity. I just feel like women, you know, we'll, we're going to be doing ourselves a great disservice to gender equality if we don't take advantage of this opportunity right now um, to, to come together and to encourage each other mentorship and other things like that. Um, you know, I feel like women are inherently very helpful. I mean, we're, we're caregivers. We, we love looking out for other people, you know, and um, if we can make it, if Move Over Bob can make it any easier to make those connections um, just quicker, I feel like that's going to go a long way because we're busy. <laughs> so I feel like it, it takes it takes just a little bit more of an effort um, and working on that right now with Move Over Bob. The website as it is up right now is um, is, is tentative because we're actually working on um, something just a little bit bigger that hopefully will be launched in a few months um, that, that that goes after this topic and, and problem. Yeah, no. And I think you're totally right. Um, last week on the podcast, um, there's a female builder that I work with a lot. I think we've built uh, seven high performance homes together in the last four years. I was so excited to hear that you said, I'm like, that's so great. I love that. Like kick-ass lady architect, kick-ass lady contractor. That's awesome. Yeah. And she's fantastic. And I think one of the best parts about working with her is, you know, that she just like, okay, what can we do? How can we do it? We build these nests. We're women, we're problem solvers. Like this is what we bring to the table. Yeah. And honestly, we work with a bunch of great men who are like, absolutely, this is great. Glad to have you on board. And so there are definitely people out there who are just like, yeah, come on out. And so I think as women, maybe we're harder on ourselves and, you know, just like, it's fine. You should go out. You should, you should get paid for the work equally. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I mean, I feel like yeah, I think a lot of it just, and with good reason, right? Of course, we're nervous. Sure. <laughs> it's not like, but yeah, I mean, but um, one of the really pleasant things with um, when I initially started even move over Bob was how many men were like messaging to be like, check out this kick-ass, you know, woman, check out this plumber here, check out this, you know, and and it became almost like not only a platform for women to connect, but it also became a platform to men for men to stand up and say like, hell yeah, I support this. You know, like I'm, I'm all for it. Um, and I feel like creating that platform to let men like that stand up um, is great because those are our allies and we also need to know where they are too. You know, we need to know where each other are, but we also need to know who are the men out there that are like willing to work side by side with us, willing to mentor us too. You know, I have plenty of men that I look up to and that I've learned from. Absolutely. I have, um, I actually have a colleague whose name is Bob. So he sends <laughs> me an email and he's like, what's this move over Bob? I'm not going to take this personally, but he's actually a huge proponent for women. And thank you for just you know, being super empowering and for thinking about it. Like, wait, 
where all are where are all the women? <laughs> right, right. And there's a market for us too. That's the thing too. And and as far as like consumers are concerned, like I know for myself, I mean, most of the people reaching out to me for jobs are women. <laughs> are, That's great. Are, are, you know, because they're like, oh my god, I want to work with a female contractor. You know what I mean? I want to hire the female carpenter to build my built-in that I've been Pinteresting boarding. You know what I mean? That yeah. I have Pinterest boards full of. And so, um. And, and I feel like I had a conversation with, um, with my electrician, who's also a woman, the first female licensed electrician in North Carolina, Carol's Electric, if you're in Chapel Hill, she's amazing. She's like, I mean, talk about paving the way, you know, and we were, we were kind of just talking about this issue of like, you know, women, you know, not wanting to come off as we're not trying to be special in comparison to the men. We're just trying to, you know, work alongside them. And she feels as she should that like, you know, if a woman wants to do it, you got to get in there and put in the work, the same amount of work a man would put in, you know, exactly. Um, but I, what I was saying to her too, though, is I was like, but then she stepped back and she's like, you know what, but I would be lying if I said I wasn't getting more business because I'm a woman. And I'm like, that's, but that's fine though, because there's also just like, there are women that want to hire women. There are also men that want to work with men. You know, it's just at right. the end of the day, sometimes it's just the market. And if there's, and at this point and why there should be a little bit more of a push is that there's clearly a market of consumers who want to work with women. Yeah. So, and that, and we don't need to take, that doesn't need to be a, oh, we want special treatment. No, we're just, we're just filling a space that's needed. You know what I mean? And it's just as simple as that. It doesn't have to be anything more contrived, you know? Exactly. And that's what I loved about your movement because I felt the same way. I never wanted to capitalize on the fact that I was a female owned business. Yes, I'm female, but at the same time, watching your movement and seeing that, what it actually is doing is encouraging other women to get into the field, which right. we were sort of forgetting that, you know, men maybe automatically mentor each other in this field because it's natural to them. And it's like, we have to do that too. And so it's okay to say like, yes, I am a female in a slightly male dominated world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and maybe we do have to be a little bit more creative in solving that, that just that inherent problem that a lot of women don't receive that type of necessary like mentorship. Like there's some women that I know that, you know, I, one girl was telling me, you know, her dad has been, you know, did, uh, I guess he was a handyman and, but never, necessarily taught her how to do it you know she was familiar with it and she was around it but it just you know for some people not all I mean my dad um was a teacher but he built decks over the summer and I learned my carpentry and decks building from him um so it's not always the case but a lot of times it is and I met this woman last week Dottie who um is tackling the issue in a really interesting way where she trains she's actually been a flooring installer since 2002 and so her approach for trying to get more women um into the field um isn't necessarily starting with like training them how to lay floor but actually just training them very basic skills like how to change the chuck of a drill how to sweep the right way because there's the wrong way to sweep you know like how to how to caulk how to how to load a caulk gun just really simple things that we forget that a lot of women just didn't grow up knowing and so I thought it was really, really fascinating to hear her, her plan and, and how, and she's been building, it's adorable. She's, she's like, she's amazing. She's been building a, a shop in her front yard with her son where she can get a little bit more, you know, uh, women together because she's been taking them out on the, you know, on site with her, but she wanted a more focused classroom space. And I'm like, and even thinking about it in that respect, you're like, yeah, actually just, just because we do have to make that little, like just a little bit more of an effort because of the fact that women just don't grow up knowing, you know, those types of things. 
Right. And when a woman calls, like, if you know, if you want to jump on to a, a company, it is kind of like, well, do you know what you're doing? You know what I mean? Do you know how to do, like, are you going to be annoying on site? Are you going to be helpful in any way? Versus like, you know, Bob sends his son to Joe's company and he knows it's Bob's, you know, it's Bob's son. So he knows, you know what I mean? There's just like, there's just that stigma that we do have to fight just a little bit harder um, and make just a little bit more of an effort for you know, the space. So, yeah. And, and I was lucky, you know, you did stuff with your dad. Um, my grandfather was a contractor and so he was very open to it. And in the summers when I was in high school, we did a habitat for humanity type project, uh, through the church that we went to at the time. And, um, you know, so we would go out and we'd build things and we'd do stuff together. And so, um, and my dad is a farmer. And so in our world, it was like the men and women were kind of equal. Like everybody, my grandmother taught my dad how to cook. And my mom, my dad taught my mom how to cook, you know, because it was just, it was that world. Like everybody pitched in, everybody did everything. And you thought he, you know, he taught us how to change tires and the oil in our cars and everything else. Cause he was just like, you need to learn how to do this. And so I think you're, you're right. That's not how most people or most women grew up or even, you know, some people, there might be some, you know, men who are afraid to jump into construction because they didn't maybe grow up with a handy father or grandfather as well. Normal thought process is that women really weren't taught those things. You know, it's this, this learning gap, but the construction trades need people. And so, you know, go to school. I loved that you joined construction classes. Oh yeah. The construction tech classes, they'll take you, they'll teach you how to do it. They'll, you know. The one actually the school, the school that I went to now, they had such a, um, such an interest um, from the women in the community that they actually have a female, like a specifically geared towards women building class now, which is so cool. Like, and they fill the class gets full. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, that's great. And so I think it's just getting, getting the word out there. And I think you're doing an awesome job with that. And, you know, I'm hashtagging the move over Bob movement and people are like, wait, what's that? And then they go and take a look at it and they're like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, it's great. <laughs> so I really appreciate that you started it. It's catchy. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it is good. It's like, you kind of have to have a little bit of wit too. Um, I think in the industry in general, right? Everybody's kind of like, can't take yourself too seriously. If you do, you're going to be, you know? For sure. I did a presentation this weekend um, on this thing that we started called the pretty good house. It's not like, well, it's pretty good. It's it's a pretty darn good house, but it's kind of this funny thing that just happened. Somebody said it and it took off and we get a ton of flack for it, but it also catches people's attention. Right, right, right. Building science discussion group and it's called BS and Beer. Actually, I love that a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it really it caught on because it's catchy and it's funny and it gets people together. And, you know, whether it's women getting together and sharing knowledge of construction or building science individuals getting together and sharing like, oh, this is how I put the air barrier up in my house. And it's this sharing of information or even um, Mark LePage who started the entrepreneur architect group business. As architects, we had a tendency not to share any information with each other. And it's like, why are we repeating this? eating the wheel every time. Like, let's stop doing that. Yeah. So I'm loving that as we're going into 2020, I think that there's going to be a lot more inclusion where people are sharing because there's plenty of work out there. You're busy. I'm busy. Everybody's busy. I think that there is definitely plenty of room for people to get into the trades. And so, yeah. And a need for it. I was reading like Angie's list and home advisor wrote this, um, they did like a research article and it was claiming that 70% of the professionals on their sites claimed that they 
felt like they couldn't grow their business because of the lack of skilled workers for them to hire. And over half of them were reporting turning jobs away, you know, which I, I mean, I do too. I mean, I, I feel like everyone I know turns down jobs, you know, and it's, it's just because like you said, there's so much work out there. So much work, enough people to do it. It's crazy, 2.5 trillion, I think, more buildings by 2050. Wow. And it's like, who's doing all this work? Right, I mean, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like, I don't know, sometimes I get really frustrated about the fact that it just, I can't believe with an industry that's worth so much and an industry that like, it supports the infrastructure of this country. I just can't believe the negligence of our government for not focusing their efforts on solving this sooner. I know. You know, like it just, it blows my mind. It completely blows my mind. I know. I, I agree with the climate uh, summit in New York a couple of weeks ago. Millions of people went out and did climate strikes all over the world. It's kind of like, yeah, I guess that's just the, that's just the case for a lot of these problems, right? You're like, what, what does it take for people to wake up? Like, like, <laughs> What does it take to make a difference? It's like there's a couple of us out there who are doing it in spite of, but that's not good enough. Everybody else has to get on board too. Right. Well, and unfortunately, because I'm saying we could totally dive into to like the skilled trades gap. Before, sure. Well, because before I came, I was a barber, uh, my other trade before becoming a carpenter. Um, but before that, I was in school because I wanted to be a psychiatric social worker and I wanted to advocate for, uh, I wanted to work in schools with kids with emotional and behavioral disabilities and advocate for vocational training. Um, and back then when I was in school doing that, I was, you know, really obsessed with, which still totally had, an, I mean, it, it's amazing to look back now and see the, the effect that this particular law had, which was a No Child Left Behind Act. But the, the unfortunate thing is that that law and the policies from that law, like, still prevent progress now you know and so it's just, I mean it's just the issue runs so deep and it's been and that along with a million other reasons it's not complicated right it's not it's not that simple it's something that we've talked about on the podcast before too um I don't know if you listened to the kitchen design one but um we talked a little bit about kitchen design which is everyone says you know send your kids to college but you know the skilled trades are are fantastic like maybe everybody doesn't need to go to college and maybe everybody doesn't want to go to college but we're not encouraging them not to do that we're just encouraging them to incur a lot of debt and then get out of college and say i need to make a ton of money in order to offset all of this debt and it's and yet there are trades that are really struggling because there aren't any people. And it's it is, it's crazy. We created a generation of kids with, um, you know, there were, yeah, like college is the right path for some people. It totally is. Absolutely. But then we, but because we pushed college on everyone, we ended up with a bunch of millennials with, uh, you know, upwards of $200,000 in college debt with degrees that are very unspecific. They're not geared towards anything that was going to give them a valuable, you know, paid paying job. And there was, a, I was also reading, um, there was a think tank out of Washington, D.C. that did some research and found that um, their findings actually were that now the average pay of college graduates is equal to that of somebody who just graduated from high school. Like, because of the fact that there's that many people with degrees that aren't getting work, you know what I mean? Like that, so that medium, you know, that, that median average, like that median income became the same as those who didn't get a college degree at all. Just putting into perspective how like it's it's crazy. Yeah, and then I think you know the whole no child left behind or anything is we've we sort of treated all of them the same way, but not everybody learns the same way. Totally, totally. Well, the standardized testing because basically that 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 law said that this that 
federal funding would, would be determined based on schools standardized test scores. And unfortunately, you know, that dismantled a lot of vocational programs that, you know, weren't able to um, incorporate the that push for the standardized testing along with your career training. So, you know, yeah, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We could talk about education for all day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not like we could go down that wormhole too. But yeah. <laughs> I know there, there's so many, you know, issues that relate to what we're doing, but I just wanted to say thank you for what you started because it just takes somebody to start it and then somebody to share it and for it to catch on. And I think that it has. My client was in California. That was shared with the, you said the Washington Post. She shared it with me in Maine. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's getting, it's getting press across the country. So I think that's, that's awesome. Is there anything else that you'd like to talk about as far as being a female in construction, any advice that you would give anybody else? Or, um, we usually like to end the podcast with like, you didn't, you don't know what you don't know. So what, what didn't you know when you jumped into this field? Oh God, like everything. <laughs> I feel like that was one of my things that like, I, you get into this industry and there's just, there's so many things and there's so many different paths to take and there's so many different approaches to how to learn and uh, what to do. So I, I, I tried to approach it and it's hard for me because I'm a bit of a control freak and I'm a, I'm a planner. Um, and I told myself that I wasn't going to pigeonhole myself that way where I was going to just kind of be open and reach out to people. So I guess my biggest thing that I would suggest to anyone trying or interested in getting into it is like find people find mentors because people will talk to you. Some people won't. <laughs> there are plenty of people I reached out to that didn't call me back, but there were a lot of people who did. And the people who did, I mean, I am so thankful for, but like, don't try to do it alone. That's like the big, just don't try to do it alone and don't limit yourself. Stay open, stay part of conversations, reach out to people, find women, find men, find people who are willing to talk to you and find people who you can learn from and just stay open because the industry has so many there's just so many different paths that you can take and so many ways you can do it. There's so many different places to go with it. So if you don't limit yourself, it's pretty amazing what you can actually get out of it. I totally agree with that. And that's what I think the last couple of years have been about is, is, you know, networking and finding the right people with a similar mindset and people who want to grow and get into it. Um, the woman that does all of my drafting for me is a female. I work with female builders here and I work with plenty of men too. Um, and we've got this design collaborative and we talk all the time to anybody who comes. Someone made my day this weekend. We had a home and energy expo that, uh, was put on the Green and Healthy Homes Maine, and it was a phenomenal show. So for anybody who missed the show, make sure you come next year when Heather does it again. Um, and there were a lot of tracks, but at the very end, I had a woman, you know, walk up to me, and she was like, you know, I, kn I know you've been here all day. I have a couple of questions. I said, go ahead, ask, you know, whatever you want to know. And I'm, I'm talking to her, and she's like, okay, I've picked your brain enough for free. And I said, that's what I'm here for. Today is just all about education. Ask whatever you want. And she's like, that just feels really special. Thank you for that. And I, you know, I just it made my day because, you know, I, it, we can't work for free always, but you know, we absolutely can mentor and answer people's questions and get them on the right path. And I love to do that. There's just something really inspiring about teaching and doing those things. That is really, really cool. Well, I know you're busy. I don't want to keep you for too long. I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come on. Everybody that I talked to was like, wait, you're going to have the woman who started the movement on and like, yeah, that's right. I am. <laughs> well, I, I really appreciate your support and I appreciate you sharing and, and representing the cause and 
paving the way for so it's great absolutely and we really we we focused on it for the month of october but we will continue to have female entrepreneurs on the show well the great thing about it is you represent it yourself so <laughs> yeah yeah you just keep doing you and you represent the cause but it's great too that you're focusing your efforts also on, on meeting other women too doing it uh aside from you know uh instagram hashtag move over bob and i think you have a facebook page and a website is there any other ways for people to reach out to you if they're in the North Carolina area and or you know just want to help move the movement along for you um, I think well I guess I mean messaging me through the Instagram works um, the website um, which actually I guess at this point I, I think I, I thought I had a contact on that website <laughs> to be honest but now what I'm thinking I'm not sure how easy it was for people to to email so I'll make sure to look over that but yeah I mean feel like I've exhausted a lot of the uh, existing platforms as far as ways to get in touch. Um, but uh, info at moveoverbob.com, actually, if you would like a more direct way to get in touch with me, info at moveoverbob.com. Perfect. So I will make sure that gets in the show notes so that people have a way to you know reach out. We will continue to hashtag and follow all the social medias and see where you take it from here. Thank you so much, Emily. I appreciate it. Now that the month of October has wound down, we're back on to building science nonsense with us building science nerds. So next week, we have Mike Maines on to talk about air barriers based on the BS and beer discussion that they had in Liberty, Maine earlier this month. So tune in next week for some more on building science.